Next on BYU Sports Nation, with the loaded 2015 schedule and no music, what's the most underrated game of the season, Brian? Two-time Doug Walker Award candidate Michael Lisa tells us how BYU prepares differently this offseason for a tougher schedule. Plus, Bronco Mendenhall's in Costa Rica, BYU basketball game against the mighty Pac-12, and Dennis Pitta makes headlines. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. Vamanos! BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, Monday, July 27th. Jerem Jordan alongside our own Ant-Man and Bilo for a third day in a row. Man, is that a re- No, it's not a record. No. No. You've it- been a- we did a did we do it? We haven't it- done a whole week. No, I've done a whole week before. I've actually when I was gone. Yeah, yeah. But I've you been, and I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. The A team. Yeah, yeah. The A team. <laughs> That's what other people said. That's I That's wouldn't. I wouldn't just say that. No, no, no. Yeah. You can't. You. We're not arguing or or like making up stuff. It's just a fact. If yeah. Somebody says. Hey, you guys are the A team. Yeah. That's the A team. It's like, hey, just, thank you very much. Yeah, we Wait, just we fine. just roll with it. I mean, yeah. we stay humble, but yeah. if that's just how, hey, what are you? Hungry, we're A team. Hungry, humble, but hungry. That's right. Hashtag yeah. it. Yeah, hashtag it, Frank Wintrick. Uh, Bronco <laughs> Mendenhall's in Costa Rica. I don't know if you've seen this. And the BYU Athletic Department does this really cool thing called BYU 50. So they drop off, they tweet a picture of a box, uh, you know, with with swag, and it's somewhere. And fans of uh, BYU, of Brigham, are everywhere. So today, the tweet is uh, from BYU Cougars. The Costa Rica BYU 50 box will drop this morning in Tamarindo with special guest dropper Bronco Mendenhall. He's in Costa Rica. So I I want to break this down. If you haven't seen this picture, we tweeted it out. Bronco Mendenhall is, one, in Costa Rica. Two, he's got his summer uh, extra blonde hair going. And then three, look at the guns, Brian. Dude, I, I those I, arms are muscly. I want to, I want to really see. I haven't seen, I haven't seen Coach in a while, but I, I really want to see if he actually gained the weight and, and is and is really buff. You so know, you're questioning has, or, this, or is it the t-shirt, man? Because mm. I do that. I do that. I get an extra medium, <laughs> slim fit. I get an extra slim fit medium, and it makes my guns look a lot bigger than what they are. So I would like to see if that's a true large. Then man, he's been putting in that work, getting those guns. He's getting ready. Is it medium or schmedium? Schmedium, schmedium. <laughs> you got to really go hard in the, in the H. What or what? Shme- like like you're saying schmedium. Sh- yeah, I got you. Here today's BYU Sports Nation headlines: da- Daniel Summerhays finished <laughs> just outside the top ten at the RBC Canadian Open. Summerhays finished tied for 11th, shooting 11 under. Nicely done. Fellow Cougar Zach Blair finished tied 70 at two under. In the CFL, Austin Colley had three receptions for 20 yards as his BC Lions lost to the Toronto Argonauts over the weekend, 30-27. to Colorado released their basketball schedule for 2015-16 and announced they will be hosting BYU on December 12th. What? So this is a good non-conference road game for BYU against Colorado, who typically has been uh, in the NCAA tournament the last couple of years. So coming up, we'll tell you all the games we know from BYU's non-conference schedule. They have not announced it yet, but other mm-hmm. teams are announcing their schedules. We know of five non-conference games so far. Exciting news. Ben Patch hit two kills and a block, and a Team USA lost to Cuba in their final match of the Pan American Games, 3-1. to one. The U.S. finished in sixth place in that competition. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. A September to remember and beyond. 
BYU and September have been a discussion on this show for a long time. In fact, a dude in my ward says, you guys are overlooking Cincinnati. You never talk about Cincinnati. And I said, no one's talking about anything past September. <laughs> right. Be- and his name's Brian as well. Because Is it, is it with an I? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because September is so daunting. So today we ask this question, our Twitter question. What is the most underrated game? On BYU's 2015 schedule. Now, this could come from September anytime, but what is the most underrated game on BYU's 2015 and schedule? It, it, it could be for any reason. It could be the actual opponent. It could be where the game is placed, you know, towards the beginning of the season, towards the end of the season. Uh, maybe there's other factors that are involved. Whatever the case is, that, uh, I mean, you, you can any use whatever criteria you want to use. Yes, yeah. whatever you want. It's, we're, okay. we're freestyling here. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, I go think ahead. Missouri. Is the toughest game, or sorry, the most underrated game on BYU's schedule. Saturday, November 14th in Kansas City, neutral site, okay? One, it's an SEC team. Why are we not talking about this game more? Boom. It's just an drop, SEC just team. Just drop the Do mic, Jerem. Just I, walk out. After I don't that need one. to say anything anymore. Nope. But Argument I will. Said. Back-to-back <laughs> SEC East Division champs, okay? They're not just an SEC team. They're the best team in that division the last two years. Granted, that division's been down. Tennessee and Georgia uh, have, and South Carolina haven't been spectacular. Missouri has taken advantage, right? Yep. 23 wins the last two seasons. This isn't Cincinnati. This isn't Utah State. This is an SEC team that's won 12 and 11 games in the conference, and they return Matty Mack, the quarterback, that quarterback to them to those wins. Ten NFL draft picks the last four years. You talk about talent. Lots of NFL dudes littered all over this roster. Three extra days of prep, by the way, for them in this game because the week before they play Mississippi State on a Thursday. So they get Friday, Saturday, Sunday, plus what BYU gets Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, and it's a, it's a, it's a home game, too. And it's essentially a home game. I don't okay? care what anybody says. It's, that's a home game, man. Just yeah. like Oklahoma in 2009, that was an away game. I'm sorry. I, I, go ahead, Jerry. They returned four of five offensive starters. And guess what? This plays perfectly into what we were talking about last week with Tom Fornelli of CBS Sports. The number one disrespected team in, Amer- in college football, Missouri! <laughs> we are doing this! We are disrespecting Missouri by not talking about them very much. It's because they play in the weaker division in the SEC. People, it's still the yeah, SEC. It's the SEC. It's Missouri to me. What do you got, Brian? Well, it's, it's, it's crazy because people, you know, when you ask the question, who would you like, to, who would you like BYU to, to play with this independent schedule and the opportunity? And everybody says, oh, SEC teams, Alabama, 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 yeah, yeah, SEC, toughest conference, yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> we, we got like- one, man. We got one on the schedule, and people are like, Nebraska. You said yeah. N- Nebraska. UCLA. A five-win Michigan team. Michigan. You sound just like what I think the fans that's, sound like in that situation. That's what it is, Yeah, man. man Alabama, yeah, bro. Just because I love the fans, man. Uh, for me, I'm going with Boise State. Uh, the, the, the reason why I'm going with Boise, man, so – I don't think fans and, and people are saying that it's 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 an easy game like a like a UConn or maybe even like a Cincy, but I, I think because of the September schedule, you're playing against uh, three P5 schools, right? Nebraska, UCLA, and Michigan. I think that takes a lot away from uh, Boise State, and people forget how good Boise is and what they've done the last few years. You know, being a, a BCS buster, um, I, I think. I think BYU winning in 2013 at home, by the way, uh, 37 to 20. I think people were like, ah, 
We got. We'll get him again. But what about last year? That was two years ago. But yeah. But what about last year? Oh man, that was a fluke, man. That was on the road. Bronco just took over the D. There was tons of injuries, man. Craig Bills, you know, just came back and didn't really know what was going on. All this stuff, right? So the people, I think people are like, ah, it was a fluke, man. We'll get him back. We'll get him back. But but not so fast, man. They they they, they finished twelve and two, two thousand fifteen. Uh, Fiesta Bowl champs. That's a big deal, by the way. 2014 Mountain West champs. And the most important stat with, with, uh, with Boise leads us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 17. Boise State returned 17 starters. That's Woo! the second most of any 2015 BYU opponent. UCLA has 18. Brian, so it's nine on offense. Yes. Eight on defense. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Tom Homel, when he was on the schedule release show on BYU Sports Nation, had this to say about Boise State. They're really legit. They're great. They've won three BCS slash college football playoff games. And every year, year in and year out, they're stronger and stronger. They've changed coaches. They've changed quarterbacks. Their personnel changes like many teams, but they stay on top. And this is a huge challenge for our BYU team. I, it, it's hard to argue against Boise State. I, Missouri is my pick because it's an SEC team. Yeah. But I have something to say about Boise State. I am a big fan of that program. Because they do what BYU wants to do, yeah. which is compete at the highest level and be relevant, right? Yeah. They have, they have good exposure. They win a ton of games. They have credibility. They're relevant. Boise State is on a different level than BYU's football program right now. However, I think fans think that they're on the same level. Yeah. They are not, people. No. They've won three BCS or New Year's Six games. BYU's not been to one, let alone won one. But BYU yeah. won a national championship. It was 31 years ago, and it was fantastic. It was great. But in the modern, more modern era of what have you done for me lately, BYU has some work to do. And that's why it's an exciting matchup because it's at home, and I've said this a million times on the show, my favorite series of all the series BYU's scheduled. That includes yeah. Michigan State and LSU and whatever. I know LSU's a one-off. Stanford, USC. Boise State every year is fantastic. It is, and they, they may not be in the running when it comes to P5 expansion. They may not be one of the top. Football only, you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah right, may, exactly, maybe. But you still have that rivalry of, hey, who is the dominant P5 Who or, or G5, right? Who is the number one? And, yeah, uh, uh, right now you, you'd have to say, you'd have to give it to Boise. But when you look at some of the other teams like Nebraska, look at look at Boise against a Michigan or look at Boise against a Nebraska. They can compete just like BYU just like BYU fans think that BYU can c- compete and maybe they're maybe doing on it. A high, right, right. They are doing they're it. Doing they it. Doing they won it. 12 games and won a <laughs> near six game. This they're the envy uh, and and the goal of BYU. BYU fans don't want to be on the mountain in the Mountain West. But they want winning. They want national relevance. All those things come from Boise State. Okay, so I say Missouri. Brian says Boise State. Boise. Others for consideration. Cincinnati. Okay, Cincinnati, a team that wins games. They've won yeah. nine or ten games, I believe, four or, uh, four or five years running now. So a similar program to BYU in that they win a lot, right? You're going to mm-hmm. push nine, ten wins a season on average. Uh, BYU's eight the last three. A good program. Gunnar Keel comes in, good yep. quarterback. That's going to be a good game in October, a challenging game that no one's talking about. Especially for the DBs, uh, when you look at them returning all their receivers and going against arguably the best quarterback that BYU is going to face all year. Uh, that's another game. And, and, and when you look at this potential 
uh, wins or losses. I mean, we're, we're bringing out a crystal ball here. But it, let's say BYU struggles during the month of September. What? And they and they, they you have UConn. No, right? You have East East Carolina, and now you have an opportunity playing uh, at home. Four games uh, in a row. Yeah, Cincinnati. October at home, baby. You, ha- you have a you have a chance to uh, be above uh, five hundred. So maybe going you know four and three at that time, right? So this could it, on top of the whatever you're facing, uh, returning starters, best quarterback, you have an opportunity to potentially turn the season around from a. Maybe a bad start of this of the September season. Friday, October sixteenth is Cincinnati. The other game to me that could be in this category: Utah State, yeah, a team that won ten games last year, uh, continues to win um, the last couple of seasons, is on the rise. November twenty eighth in Logan, last regular season game, Ooh. Utah State. That could have some real meaning uh, for both teams in relation to hopefully. Hopefully national ranking if BYU has a great October and a decent uh, September and you see what happens in November. Plus in-state rivalry, all that stuff. Yeah, it, all it, stuff. it goes back to what you said with Missouri. Uh, you know, what have you done for me lately, right? And, and to stay high. You say BYU wins that game, you know, going into Utah State. Man, you know, it, it's becoming this rivalry, the little brother type of thing. And Utah State and those fans and Logan, man, that's just not, that's just not a fun place to – <sighs> Not a fun place to fight. Well, you had a bad experience because yeah. he went there in 2010. That just happened to be one of the few that uh, had been bad for BYU recently. In fact, BYU hadn't lost until since 93 in Logan. Next. But, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> next. next. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> one game that's definitely not underrated is September 5th against Nebraska. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. Oh, wow. Did I mess that Can up? we do that one more time? I messed Can we, up. We've Can never we, repeated we, it. Can we do it again? <laughs> Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 40 days. That was better. Nice. Hey, hey that's better. Me. Listen, this is this is a preview of fall camp. You don't execute it. Let's re-execute that's, that's it. All, yeah. Let's let's perform at a high level, says Bronco in Costa Rica. We, we just did it fast. We watched film. We we, we went heard, too fast. Uh, yeah, know, exactly. We went really fast and really hard. False start, yeah. Tijon. The conversation's <laughs> happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. Our Twitter question today: What's the most underrated game on BYU's 2015 schedule? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At TX Colonel. Most underrated game is Mizzou. Everyone's talking about the first four games. Hashtag countdown to Casey. Hashtag pay me back. <laughs> pay me back. <laughs> he bought an entire section of tickets, and he said everyone paid him back over ten thousand nice. bucks or something. Nice. Woo! Ooh, that's some change, man. At uh, Major League Mormon Wagner College, no game is not important. Every win from this schedule counts. Hashtag don't sleep on Wagner. <laughs> I think Hashtag that's... trap trap game. No. <laughs> Not trap game, no. bro. Uh, that, I think that's a ode to uh, Trevor Maddich in the uh, BYU radio only days when he said, "Now don't sleep on Idaho State." And we said, "Huh? Hmm? Sorry, what? Right, huh? Did you what just say?" At RTM McComb, Cincinnati Gunner kills the best quarterback BYU will face, and they return all their top receivers. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's right in there for yeah, most underrated. It is. It is. It's the good in Cincinnati there. team. Coming up, what are the top? Or what are the five non-conference BYU basketball games we already know? And what is Michael Elisa's underrated game of 2015? I think he said Wagner. Michael Elisa? Wagner. I, no. What do you... T- Come on, man. Trap game! Tra- it's Wagner is not a trap game. Be aware Could of the Taysom trap. Hill play left-handed and beat Wagner? Don't bite the cheese! 
BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. For simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV, the conversation is happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. If you miss an episode of BYU Sports Nation, no fear. The show's on demand. You can download it on iTunes or the TuneIn app. You can watch it on BYUSN.com. What's the most underrated game on BYU's 2015 schedule? That is today's Twitter question at Ogden Dentist. As, that's, that's pretty simple. As much I hate to admit it, Utah State. If we keep splitting games with them, then we will lose even more in-state kids. Now, I, I don't think that BYU loses in-state kids to Utah State very often. No. It's more Utah and now Stanford. Yeah, they, they, I don't think BYU will ever and should ever lose uh, right, uh, or recruits to Utah State. Granted, there was a transfer in Dallin Levitt, but mm. like a kid that's from Utah that chooses Utah State over BYU, it, it will happen, but I don't think it happens enough to be worried about no, it. No, not, not, not to be worried about it. I, it that, not at all. When you look at where BYU is overall and you look at where Utah State is overall, and maybe even potentials at this, at this point, right, where a kid can come in as a freshman – and as an independent and maybe get, you know, leave a senior uh, playing in a power five conference. That's where, the hope, isn't it, right, right. Whereas Utah State, you, there's no really chance of that happening, I don't think. Let's get uh, Michael Elisa's opinion on our Twitter question today of the most underrated game on BYU's 2015 schedule. Michael, how's it going, brother? Doing great. Doing great. Sorry if I sound like I just woke up recently. Because you did? Because I did. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm out in California. We're an hour, we're an hour behind you guys. So take it easy. Yeah, I'm sorry, visiting my grandma. Yeah, yeah, take it easy. No problem. Um, Tell Granny I said hi. <laughs> All right. So walk around a little bit. <laughs> Do you know where is grandma? What's the most underrated game on BYU's 2015 schedule, Michael? Uh, I'd, ooh, I'd, I'd say UCLA, and um, the reason why I would say them is because one, we're watching that on Fox Sports, so. A little, little more wider, more, more televised, and then the second part is they're part of the Pac-12 and BYU. We love our our biggest measuring sticks, aside from our own schedule, is what what's up with the University of Utah, right? Our our friends up north. So we want to see how they do against the Pac-12 teams. We want to see how they you do against UCLA, and then we want to see how we do against them ourselves. So I think I'd say UCLA has a lot more going into that game. That we give it credit for. Now, I I feel like UCLA is very uh, rated, if you will. Like, we, to me, that's the biggest game on the schedule. We've been talking about it. So, so you still think it's underrated, despite that fact? Why is that? Right, because so it yes, it's UCLA. They're a good team, but with everything else that's going into it, the fact that we can look at them and and if we beat them, then. Things that we're we're playing up to a Pac-12 level, that we can compete with Utah. We see how Utah does against them, and, and hopefully we beat UCLA and Utah does not. Right? As a BYU fan, you 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 pray for that. But I, I think that with with that that opportunity to compete against our, our rivals, our crosstown rivals, that's why it's it's the most underrated team, and, and we don't talk about that enough. So it's a measuring stick against Utah ultimately. Right. Absolutely interesting. Well, well, and I, I think I think Mike, to your point, because there's a few different angles that you can take, right? You can say underrated as far as you know what are we looking to the most, right? Or or what should we be looking to the most, what, right? What matters? Like, like, yeah, like what matters? How exciting is it? And then I think Mike's approach is, 
you know, the, 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 the importance of it, right? So us, I think as analysts and some fans are like, oh, yes, this is exciting. It's, it's good. But as far as coming away with a win, like Mike is saying, you know, what, what is it going to do for the program? Um, and, yeah. and, yeah. and I, and I, and I agree with you there, Mike, and there's some, some other games and, and me and Jeremy are, are, are taking the opposite approach of, you know, what games on this schedule are, are fans maybe overlooking, not, not really excited for, um, for We're whatever, not talking about, not talking about yeah. for whatever reason, Jerem chose Mizzou, uh, you know, cause towards the end of the season, I chose, I chose Boise just because you have UCLA and all the other games in the, in the, in the September schedule. What other game on this, uh, schedule do you think is, is underrated? Okay. So in that case, I would pick Cincinnati. And I think, I think Cincinnati is one of those teams that has a big, a big name while still not being necessarily one of those really dangerous opponents in, in, our, in our minds, right? Mm-hmm. But on the field, I think they're a very dangerous opponent. I think that they're going to play really well. Um, it's going to be at home. And if we're not for that game, I, I really don't want to get embarrassed on our home field by Cincinnati. So I think that, in my mind, is, is the most underrated team. Yeah, the last four years, they've done 10 wins, 10 wins, 9 wins, 9 wins. So, pretty good stuff. Oh, yeah. And they bring in probably the best quarterback is going to face this year in Gunnar Keel. Okay, so take us uh, into the approach of a, a former player. You played last year. At this point last year, you were getting ready for your, like, fourth senior season or whatever. How, how do you prepare yourself differently for a tougher schedule, or do you? Uh, you do. You do. And, and so – I like to use the analogy of, of uh, I don't know, I heard this once, when you're docking up a ship, you don't want your ropes to be too tight. You also don't want them to be too loose. Too tight, they snap, too loose, and they're going to uh, wiggle themselves free and, and the boat will drift away. So you've got to have, have the right mindset because there's a lot of pressure going into the season. And you want to make sure that, that you're loose and that you're, you're, you're comfortable, but also that you're pushing yourself. Going into any season, you're putting a lot of time. I think going into a tough season, you're putting in quality time. And then not just quality time, but you're putting in extra time. So, uh, I mean, they, they say practicing makes perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. And going into a tough season, you want to make sure that you are just, you know, really particular about what you're doing, what you're eating, um, how, how you're doing in your workouts. And everybody pushes each other to another level because everybody knows what's, what's about to happen because it's about to get very difficult very fast. You want to make sure that the guy next to you is as prepared as possible. Mike, you, you bring up some interesting points, and I'm happy that you're, you're honest there. I want to know if you were like me as a player. I could say this because I'm more uh, years removed than, than you are, so I understand if you want to give a political answer. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember playing big schools, big games, and for that week, man, I, I put in so much extra effort and time, and like, like what you said, quality time, right? So uh, additional films, film study. I you know, may or may not have attended class that week to put some extra time in uh, to watch film. Um, but when I played against Wyoming and Colorado State and New Mexico, I didn't put the extra time in because of the, 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 the lack of quality, right? I knew, oh, man, I can go out there and, and just, you know, run all over these bums. Did you ever do that? <laughs> Did you ever do that as a player? <laughs> no doubt. So, I mean, going against, nice. going against Middle Tennessee State is a whole lot different 
than going against, you know, the University of Utah. So if, if we're going to play against the guys up north, everyone's going to be in the film room. Everyone's watching film. You might skip class to go watch film. Right. You're, and you're, you're spending extra time in the training room to make sure your body's 100%. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if we're going against some team that, you know, you might not take it seriously, this schedule, no offense against Wagner, but you're not going to fill the, 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 the training room or the team or the, the video room after practice with players just because players probably aren't going to take them as seriously as they will UCLA, Michigan, Nebraska, the, the bigger-name teams, the teams that they know they have to spend more time for. What? So, yeah, no, no doubt, Brian. So, so, so with that being said, and, and that's why with me as, as a former player, I have a lot of confidence in, in this team, even though there's, there's some positions that don't have a lot of reps, they don't really have a lot of experience, they're, they're younger. The fact that the schedule is tougher – uh, gives me more confidence that the, these guys will practice harder. They will put in, you know, the, the, the quality time that they need to. Oh, absolutely. No doubt. No doubt about it. Hashtag analysis. Michael, when you, <laughs> when you look at uh, a schedule and certain games pop, what makes a game pop as a player when you look at the schedule and go, okay, I'm, I'm more excited for these games? Um. I, I never really looked at players on the team. I, I would look at just the names. And for, for me personally, uh, a few things went into it. It, it was the name of, of, of the team. So if, if I have friends and stuff, I was like a fan of them before. Uh, a great example is Oklahoma. We played Oklahoma a few years ago um, down in Texas. I was on my mission, but I, I just remember saying to myself, like, holy cow, I wish I was in that game because I grew up uh, – you know, an Adrian Peterson fan, and I loved watching the Sooners play. So that would have been just like the biggest treat for me to be able to play against the Oklahoma Sooners because I grew up a fan. So I think it's the name of the team, and then the location. One of my favorite teams all time or games was TCU in the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. That that game to me will always pop out of my memory. And leading up to that. It was so exciting knowing that I was going to go play in the NFL stadium and the Dallas Cowboys, no less. For me, it was uh, any game that was on TV, regardless of what it was. <laughs> Just to know that I had <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, family, true. family and friends. It's watching. different now because every game's on TV. But, yeah. but my, yeah, And here's a question for you, Mike. So you play Texas on Fox Sports 1. Does that play into uh, you know, your psyche or mental aspect at all of ESPN versus anybody else? Does that even matter? It it was, but the fact that it was Texas in Austin and and it just you know in their front of their home stadium that overrode the the television contract that that had us aired that that day. Yeah, I would I would agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. ESPN, it's like everybody's watching you compared to other networks. It's like ah, you may get a little bit of that. Uh, Mike, we we've asked a, a, this question the last few weeks uh, heading into fall camp. Um, about the, some of the players that didn't have the experience uh, last year, got some, some decent game reps, but the, the players that are needing to make an impact. Uh, what players that didn't have a lot of that experience do you think will be able to make an impact this year? Uh, I'd, let's see. I'd, I'd say I have a player from offense and a player from defense that come to mind immediately. Um, from offense is Nick Kurtz. I think he had a lot of – Commotion coming into BYU, a lot of talk. Everyone wanted to see what he could do. Long, tall receiver, kind of like a Mitch Matthews uh, prototype. But um, he got injured and wasn't able to play last year. 
And what we saw about Nick last year was that he wanted to do everything possible to save the team. I remember the day he got hurt, and I mean, this might be a little personal, but the day he got hurt, most guys, you find out you're injured and, and you're, you're ticked or, or you're mad and you don't want to talk to anybody. But, but I remember seeing Nick, like, tears rolling down, rolling down his face because he wanted so bad to be part of the team to contribute. And so we're all over there consoling him because we've all been through those injuries that end your season. So Nick Kurtz wants to play. He's hungry. He's built like Mitch, runs like Mitch, and this is his time to break out. I think he's going to do great on offense for us. And then on defense, Sai Tautu, he's one of those guys that knew everything. He did everything right on defense. But because of seniors, me and Alani Sula, and then Fred Warner coming in young, Sai didn't get the amount of playing time that he should have. But out of all the linebackers last year, the one that graded out the best, Brian, you know about this. You know about how, how Coach Howard grades us out oh, yeah. after every game. Mm-hmm. Percentages, right? Yep. Sai scored about 95% to 98% every game. Wow. Meaning he was Ooh. pretty much perfect. Yep. Yeah, so, so Sai knows his stuff. And if you see him, he looks like an NFL linebacker already. Oh, yeah. I think Sai's going to do great this year. Sai Tautu. And Nick Kurtz. I like those picks. BYU Fall Camp starting not this week, but next week. Next week! Imagine Michael wow. Lisa. Imagine that. Cannot wait. Okay, Michael Lisa in California <laughs> visiting. Oh, what, what's up, brother? I was going to say something. So, so football starts in next week. These, these next few days are just so important because, guys, if, if you don't have it, like all the wrinkles out right now, going into that first game, Nebraska, that's when it's going to happen. So if you don't wrinkle it up now, it's going to get figured out in the game, which really decreases our odds of winning that game. And then you don't want the snowball effect to start. You lose against Nebraska, and then it will continue off there. But it, these next few days are so critical. The, 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 the two weeks leading up to the schedule, the season starting, those are, are when you, you want to work out your kinks and, and work out your problems because otherwise it's going to happen during the games. Absolutely. Get the iron out. Michael Elisa visiting Grandma no. in California. We appreciate the time, brother. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks, guys. Much love. One of the greatest Timfew Thunderbirds of all time, Michael Elisa on BYU Sports <laughs> Nation. We love Michael. Uh, our Twitter question today, what's the most underrated game on BYU's 2015 schedule? Let's go to the Twitter machine. At Alex Sanders 37, you guys act like Utah State isn't the team that ruined our season and took out Taysom. Hashtag revenge game. Mm. No, I remember. Yeah. It was painful. Uh, yeah. yeah. But you know what? Yeah. You, for, you forgive and you move on. But Utah, yeah. It's, it's definitely in there. To me, though, when you have SEC uh, division champ versus Utah State, there's no contest yeah, to me. No. Mm-hmm. But emotionally, for some of you, I get it. I'm not going to tell you what to think. <laughs> Coming up. Big deal, no deal. Plus, what are BYU's basketball non-conference games we know already? Jeremy Jordan and Brian Logan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Get your hands on some BYU Sports Nation swag if you don't already have it, or if you want some more, go to BYUstore.com, search BYU Sports Nation, or Blue Goggles to get your uh, blue goggles or a T-shirt. Check it out on BYUstore.com. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Daniel Summerhay is doing work at the RBC Canadian Open, tied for 11th after shooting 11-under. Fellow Cougar Zach Blair finished 70th at 2-under. In the CFL, Austin Crowley had three receptions for 20 yards as his BC Lions lost to the Toronto Argonauts. Colorado released their basketball schedule for 2015 
and announced that they will be hosting BYU in Boulder on December 12th. Coming up, we'll tell you the five non-conference games we already know for BYU Hoops. Yeah, yeah. Ben Patch hit two kills and a block in a Team USA loss to Cuba in their final match of the Pan American Games, 3-1. to one. We like to play a game called Big Deal, No Deal. Spencer's not here, so it is indeed pronounced Big Deal, No Deal. Let's play it. <laughs> Big Deal. No Deal. Let's get to it. Number one. Can't believe you just threw Spencer under the bus like oh, that. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, Big Deal, No Deal. 14 former BYU Cougars in NFL camps by end of week. I'll say Big Deal. I know the program standard. There's not as many dudes in the league as, say, the other schools in this state. Um named Utah and Utah State. But I think 14 is a good number. And what are those guys doing? That's the hope. Yeah. The hope is that Dennis Pitta can get healthy, right, and be a contributor. The hope is that, is that a guy like Wani Unga, who's with the Giants, they call him Devin, that's what he went by, um, one of his other names at Oregon State. Hopefully he can make a roster. Because when you have a guy like Daniel Sorensen, Brian, who uh, is one of the few white safeties in the NFL yeah. and wasn't uh, even on the 53 undrafted free agent, and he's on the 53, that's a great story. Yeah, well, it's a huge story. I mean, I, I talked to – that's a good point you made there with the white safety. I talked to Alani Fua, and he said that there there is some prejudice in the NFL with white DBs. And, you know, obviously there's like 99% of BYU football team is – they're white. So having that opportunity and being able to make the most of it, I think that is a huge deal, right, so to overcome deal. that. I think, I think it's a big – I think it's a huge deal. Top 14. It's, especially when you look at – the, uh, just the opportunity compared to even when I was playing, right? Yeah, guys may not be drafted, but as far as the opportunity in the free agents, I think that has, has increased, which is why that is the big deal. All I can do is have that opportunity, and if BYU allows that, then great. Number two. Big deal, no deal. Dennis Pitta officially placed on the pup list by the Baltimore Ravens. I'm inclined to say, yep, uh, oh, uh, pup is, uh, remind me what pup is again. Physically unable uh, to play. Yeah. yeah. So the, the Ravens will officially announce that it, this is for now. Later, they will declare before the season. Remember, Kyle Van Noy was on this for the Lions. You have to miss the first six games. I'm going to say this is a big deal because if Dennis isn't ready right now, uh, it's going to be hard to be ready in the reg- when the regular season starts. Hopefully in the, what, uh, month, month and a half yeah. leading up to the regular season, yeah. he can get better because I don't want him to be dead weight on the Ravens. Yeah. You know, Shot fired. I'm going to say I'm going to say it's not a big deal. No deal. Because, it, 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 I mean, you make a great point. If he's not ready now, the chances of him being ready uh, when the, the, you know, week one are less. But, but when you have – if you miss four or six weeks, right, uh, that's not, not a, it's, that's, it's not a big deal to me in the NFL. Now, it hurts you as far as uh, maybe just chemistry, timing, but he's a professional athlete. He's played at the very high level. Dennis knows how to perform, even in big games. Uh, and so as an, in, 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 in the NFL, I would much rather have a weapon like that towards the end of the season where, you know, games are really going to matter, except for being – Dominant in the beginning of the season. I don't have you for the playoffs. Yeah. And Austin Colley was dominant at the beginning and then unfortunately got hurt. Right. And again, Pup physically unable to perform. Number three. Big deal, no deal. BYU scheduled to play Colorado at Colorado on December 12th in hoops. Uh, if I could go down the middle on this, I would. I mean, I'll just lean. I'm in Spencer's chair, so I'll lean positive. Uh, <laughs> big deal. BYU at Colorado. That's a, that's a nice game on the road. A lot of times you look at top 50 wins, how many of those were on the yeah. road, uh, you know, how many good wins did you have on the road. 
when it comes to Selection Sunday. So that's a good game for BYU. Hopefully they get a couple of other games on the schedule here in the coming weeks. We expect the non-conference games to be announced, but I'll go big deal on BYU at Colorado in December. I like it. Yeah, I, I agree with you there too, man. I mean, the, the fact that it's a way. we agreed on it all I three mean, now? Yeah, I think so. Okay, no, we got to no, disagree no, no, at some no, point. No, 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 no. Dennis, you said big deal. And you said no deal. I said, That's right. I, said, okay. I said no deal. Good. We can't just both agree all the but, time. But I, I agree with you there, man. And I'm going to agree with you on the next one, too. Oh, boy. Here we go. Number four. Big deal, no deal. Bronco Mendenhall dropping off a BYU 50 box in Costa Rica. Wow. Epic music. I'll go no deal. I don't think I think he was going to be there anyway. He was going to be there anyway. So he said, <laughs> they just, hey, save us the shipping and take this box for us and drop it off somewhere. That's what I'm saying. I think it's a big deal, man. You that's think it's a, a big deal? That's a big deal to have the head coach. Head ball coach. The head the head ball coach to physically drop that off. I think it's a big deal to to get him to to interact. At the end of the day, man, yeah, I know he was already there, so whatever. <laughs> but he could have That's been, my point. He could have been a jerk and said, Hey, no, I'm on vacation. I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not doing this for you guys. I'm chilling. I want to go surf. How hard is it to drop off a box? <laughs> He did it's, some great favor. It's his, it's his willingness and his desire yeah. to want to be a part of the entire campaign. Listen, man. Bronco's a team player. He wore the baseball uni and, and in you, the WCC tournament. You remember that? He and does you look stuff how like happy that. he is, man. He's at a he's at a great place right now. Look at his of smiling. course he is. He's in Costa he's Rica. Pointing. He got the blonde hair. Got the tan skin. The biceps. Man, come on, Jerem. No deal. No deal. That concludes <laughs> big deal, no deal. Our Twitter question today, what's the most underrated game on BYU's 2015 schedule? Let's go back to the Twitter machine. you got tweets. At Koti Samani, my man, underrated game of the season, obviously Utah in the Vegas Bowl. Hashtag, wait, what? <laughs> if BYU plays Utah in the Vegas Bowl, biggest game of the season. That's the biggest one? Yeah. Right there? Because it's Utah, dude. I don't, I don't have to explain why BYU and Utah is a big deal. I don't have to. I don't have to explain that. I think it's a big deal. But is it the biggest deal? Well, underrated biggest? game. Oh yeah, the potential for that game is more exciting than some of the actual games on BYU's schedule. I don't know if it San could Jose be, State. I don't know Fresno if it could be State, underrated though. Wagner. I don't know if Connecticut. It could be, I don't know if it can be underrated though. Because, well, it's because it's just a possibility. Yeah, because if it if, if it happens at that time, it's like throw everything away. <laughs> Nothing matters. The season starts right now. We're zero and zero. One game left. We win this. We win it all. That's we're, exactly what's going to happen. We're pulling that clip for every game this season. I'm going to play it. Every single game. I'd get so pumped if I saw that. You get, you get pumped over anything, man. I love it. At Justin D. Sweeney, Boise State. Everyone talks about the three road games against name brands. He's saying in September. Boise State won the Fiesta Bowl last year and returns a ton. When, yes. when he says returns a ton, can I explain what that means? On offense, they <laughs> lost the quarterback and the running back. That's it. The tight end, the receivers, the linemen, everybody's back. Everybody's back. And on defense, two of the three D linemen, three of the four linebackers, and three of the four defensive backs. I'm going to church that week because I'm scared. Go every week, man. You're Coming right. up. You, and you do. <laughs> Coming up, the five non-conference basketball games we already know for BYU Hoops. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Jerome and Below, Ant-Man, live from Studio B. 
Hey, did you miss our interview earlier with Michael Elisa? If so, no worries. Go to youtube.com slash Sports to watch all the interviews on our show. Uh, today's Twitter question, what is the most underrated game on BYU's 2015 schedule? At Johnny Dangerman says, Utah State, they are a group of five team well-respected and a rivalry and an injury gauntlet of late. Yeah, I, we talked to Matt Wells last week. Which, which quarterback is going to get hurt in that game? Hopefully neither. Hopefully neither, because the last three years, someone has either missed or been injured in that game. Well, been injured. Taysom, Chucky, Taysom. I think, the, I mean, these, I think the fans that are saying Utah State, I think interesting, they're, they're right? still, it's very interesting, but I think their approach is from, the, it's, they're the bitter, mad, they Four want revenge. Rank 18, I, and I understand. Lost. I understand, yeah. but no, totally. there's no way is that the underrated game. Yeah. Speaking of Twitter, uh, remember the elite contest we had, I don't know, a month, month and a half ago? Our yeah. winner from that is in studio today. Her name's Christy Shimizu. Shimizu, something like that. I, I was trying during the break to get it. <laughs> Mom Natalie and brother David are here, so congratulations. She's got the hashtag Elite shirt. She is the first owner of that shirt. No one else has it. Even Brian and I don't even have it. So nope. congratulations, and thanks for participating and being members of BYU Sports Nation. Awesome. Earlier we mentioned that BYU is playing at Colorado December 12th. That is one of five games that we know for BYU in the non-conference schedule, okay? You play, I don't know, 10 or 12 of those or so. Mm -hmm. Then you get into conference, and that's your regular season. So BYU expects to announce their non-conference schedule in the next couple of weeks. But we already know five, so let's go through the list of the five games we know. We know one exhibition. This doesn't count in the five. BYU plays Alaska on November 7th. December 2nd at Utah. The last time BYU played up there, it wasn't pretty. Eric Mika got a flagrant, too. December 5th, neutral site, Energy Solutions Arena in Salt Lake against Weber State. December 9th, Utah State at home. That game was fun last year in Logan. Mm -hmm. December 12th, as mentioned, at Colorado, another Pac-12 game. And then CBS, so those four have been announced by those schools. Okay. Then December 22nd, CBS Sports says that in BYU's Diamond Head Classic in Hawaii, BYU will play Harvard in a neutral site game to start the tournament. Oh, but. So those are, those are decent. I, w- I would say Utah, Colorado, those are, those are quality, good games, hopefully that you're using uh, in a resume should you win. Would like, you say Utah State is, is quality? No. Or would you say it's more like solid? It's a solid, it's a solid game. Hopefully solid. it's a RP- – typically Utah State's RPI is not high. That's why that game is not am I think, mattered am I, as much. Am I thinking it's solid or it's quality because of the in-state rivalry? It's quality just there. Like why, just I'm like looking some at fans, tournament resume. Just like what some fans were saying with, with football, how it's underrated. Less meaningful in basketball because yeah. you have three times the amount of games, right? So it's, in theory, a third of the uh, quality, if you will. Still, Utah State, meaningful game in hoops, yeah. for sure. Yeah, you want to you win that game. But Utah, if BYU wins at Utah in hoops, that is a, that is a nice win. That was yeah. the team that was in the Sweet 16 last year and returns a lot of players. And it's on the road. And it's on the road. Just like what you said with Colorado, hoping that BYU would have more solid games or quality opponents on the road to help out. Now, BYU went 25-10 and 10 last year. Uh, the 25 wins we screamed, uh, you know, after BYU uh, went awry again and the tourney train again docked into the NCAA <laughs> tournament. <laughs> that BYU, uh, Spencer was all over it, that if BYU <laughs> won 25 games, we said they would be in. And they won 25 to get in to get on in. semifinal uh, Saturday or Monday in Vegas. So this schedule, 
looking to be decent. BYU needs a couple more good games on there, though, because, Brian, what has proven to work for BYU the last two years in men's basketball is they can still they can still lose some games in conference and make it because their RPI was high enough. Yeah. BYU was top 50 RPI the last two years. That got them in in the end. So if they, if they, if they come out with the schedule, they announce it, and you don't see the quality opponents like uh, Utah, especially away, what does BYU then have to do? What do they, what do they, they have can't, to do? They can't have the struggle in conference that they've had the last two years where they lose a handful of games they shouldn't have lost, like Pepperdine at home, like Pepperdine on the road. So can't, You can't afford some of those losses if you don't have a good non-conference schedule with quality RPI. You, because at the end of the day, you're going to look, okay, what is your RPI? How many yeah. top 50 wins do you have? How many were on the road? Uh, that's a lot of the conversation. So you need to... To a degree, you need to load up. Gonzaga does a good job in basketball mm. of loading up. They get they get help with that non-conference schedule. ESPN in bat in basketball, Gonzaga, uh, uh, Gonzaga in basketball is what Boise State and BYU are and were to ESPN. Mm, they okay. want to get them on as a kind of group of five uh, to make it meaningful. And th- and it's good that BYU challenges themselves in the schedule. It's going to be tough. There will be losses on. Yeah. Them. But if you get 25-ish wins, BYU's in. Well, the thing, the thing too, is, I mean, if, I, if I'm scheduling quality opponents and I lose those games, but I play them tough, right? Matters. That matters. Yes. So it's not like, well, I, 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 I schedule these, game, these, these, these quality opponents, these tough opponents, you know, give me some love for that. If you're getting, if you're getting whooped, right, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. But if I'm going toe-to-toe 12 rounds, then, hey, man, that accounts for something. And last year, BYU did not lose a game by more than seven until the last game. See, right. Until the last game. And BYU was up 16 in that game or something against Ole Miss. There you wow. go. Chase Fisher, 23 points in that one. That was quite the game. Today's Twitter question, what's the most underrated game on BYU's 2015 schedule? At the Clausinator. Nice. East Carolina slash Cincy. People who complain about the home schedule don't realize that these two are actually good. No, I'm with you. We've talked yeah. about this. BYU plays the best of the rest, right? In the group of five, who would you put in that? Boise State, Cincy, East, East Carolina, Carolina, Utah State. They would yeah. all be in the convo. Yeah. The only one BYU's really missing to me is Marshall. Yeah, yeah, you Marshall's good. Be- yeah. Some of the best of the uh, AAC and then the Mountain West. Cincy would definitely be. Mountain West, huh? That didn't go very well last year. Hopefully better this year. (laughs) Cougar Whip Round coming up next. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. Colorado released their basketball schedule for 2015 and announced they will be hosting BYU on December 12th. Cougars and the CFL, eh? Austin Collie had three receptions for 20 yards as the BC Lions lost to the Toronto Argonauts 30-27. to Cougars in the PGA. Daniel Summerhays finished just outside the top 10 at the RBC Canadian Open. Sorry, I'll go, I'll go quieter. Summerhays finished tied 11th <laughs> shooting, 11th under par. Fellow Cougars had Blair finished tied 7th at 2 under par. Men's volleyball. Well done. Ben Patch hit two, uh, had two kills two, and a block in Team USA's loss to Cuba in their final match of the Pan American Games in four sets. Baseball. In the minor leagues, Adam Law hit one for three and recorded the Tulsa Drillers' sole run in a 4-1 to loss to the Arkansas Travelers. Women's basketball. Recent BYU grad Jen Hampson was named as a 2015 NCAA Woman of the Year honoree. Jen, one of 57 D1 athletes to nice. be named to the list. 
which is given to a female athlete who demonstrates excellence in academics, athletics, community service, and leadership. Congrats. That's very cool. Very cool. Future guest Brian Keel coming up later this week. Today's Rise and Shouts brought to you by Dexter and Dexter, helping you need it most. DexterLive.com. We give it to Richard Shimizu, whose idea it was to take the BYU flag uh, to the Terracotta Warriors, which ultimately won Krista the elite tweet uh, for BYU Sports Nation. He yes, couldn't yeah. be here today, so he gets the Rise and Shout. Shout out to him. What's the most underrated game on BYU's 2015 schedule? Let's go back to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. At Big Bluey, Utah State with the healthy Taysom and Chucky. It should be a dual threat battle. Add in losing to them last year and at Logan. Epic final game. Man. Every, Are you convinced that maybe it's Utah State I, at this I, point? I guess I, so, man. Because I'm not. I, SEC people. I, don't, I just don't <laughs> understand. I don't understand where... Fans, I actually, actually I, I do understand. It's the re- it, it's the revenge. It factor. matters, yeah. It it really does. I BYU think, lost a game they feel they shouldn't have. Had Taysom finished that game, it's like there. It's like Utah State is the blame for last year. Yes, <laughs> Brian Sweet specifically <laughs> the, the blame on the Phil. I think he's on the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, by the way. So if he doesn't make the I roster. Hope they lose every game. <laughs> Dave, he's probably a great guy. At Dave <laughs> Farns, Missouri, P5 away, SEC country, harder than September home against Boise State. Hmm. Now nice. is it? Now is hmm. it? That's the question, right? Underrated. Underrated is a different question, but interesting topic. The elite tweet of the day <laughs> at Texas Colonel. Most underrated game is Missouri. Everyone's talking about the first four games. Hashtag countdown to Casey. Hashtag pay me pay back. Me Remember, back. he dropped 9,300 on 143 tickets. He bought a whole section, 345. And remember on BYU Sports Nation, Tom Homo said he would arrange a, a meeting with Andy Reid because of that. Hope he remembers that. Pretty awesome. Hey, he thanks to Michael Elise and everyone on our crew. The show's on demand on BYUSN.com. For Brian, I'm Jeremy. Shout out to Andre Salisbury. Your Sports Nation back at it tomorrow noon Eastern. And I will not be here. So sad. I'll miss you.